We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 137 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back on a beautiful Friday evening here in southern, in sunny Southern California. Um, our very good friend, Electric Sheep City, will be taking, I don't know, probably about a month or so off of the show because uh, there is a brand new addition to the Sheep family. Our, um, we've been lovingly referring to as uh, Zappy Lambtown has uh, joined <laughs> the world. So uh, very excited for the Sheep family. And uh, that being said, I'm still joined by two of my favorite people. Um, Hydralisk, welcome back. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm kind of jealous here in sunny California. I spent the day snowboarding, and it was actually raining while I was snowboarding. It rained here today, actually. I, I say it's sunny. It's, it's nice now, but it rained all day, which... Did it get uh, slushy on you, Hydra? Oh, the clothes are soaked from head to toe. At, at the bottom of the hill, it was pouring rain, but at the top, it was snowing. So, like, you got excited when the chairlift got to that like midpoint where it's no longer raining but the chairlift itself was a giant icicle it like it was yeah it it was it was brutal but um i went with mini hydra my son and we had an absolute blast so um i'm i'm stoked to be back inside and warm and not soaking wet (laughs) so all is good Right? Better to be uh, dry, at least. <laughs> well, and we are joined by a great friend of ours and uh, reoccurring guest host here, Schmoopy Daddy. Welcome back. How are you? Dude, I wish he was under better circumstances where Sheep wasn't dealing with, um, you know, Edlison, his son was born healthy. They seemed to have everything on track. The doctor seemed to be in control. But, like, I wish bit, he was like that. A little bit early. A little bit early. A little so bit early. To... But, like, you know what? Like, modern medicine is so good that, like, a little bit early isn't always the worst thing. Like, they have to be careful, but, like, they usually have things under control. So I wish it was under slightly happier circumstances, but I love being on the show. And uh, I, I'm very excited to be on tonight. For those of you listening to the audio version, uh, it looks like we have a fourth guest joining us. Murky. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Uh, this is Tiny Finn. This is Crochet oh, tiny, tiny Finn. Tiny Finn, my bad. <laughs> I don't know which... This is one of my, this is one of my, uh, my Christmas presents that my wife produced for me, which we can, I guess, get into like when we talk about our week. But, but That's amazing. Uh, yeah. He's, he's going to hang out with me for the night. Nice. Love it. Nice. It's, uh, you look, you're just the two-headed schmoopy daddy over there. It's the... Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, it was supposed to be the smart ogres. I've been paying attention to lore episodes. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, always happy to have you on uh, Schmoopy Daddy when uh, when one of us can't make it. So always much appreciated. Always happy to pinch it. Love it, love it, love it. Well, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain how this show works. We record this podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash borntobewildhs, and the video version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are also distributed to all podcast apps. However, you're watching, listening, 
or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today. Thank you. Yes, you. Yes, and before we get into the main topic of the show, I did want to say a very quick but important thank you to Shokunin and the other patrons of our show. Your support uh, really means a lot to us, and we really appreciate that. Look at those beautiful people on the screen over there. Can you get me that gross number? <laughs> <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't have it, then there's a problem. <laughs> um, uh, so I wanted to say thank you to all of our, um, our patrons. Uh, if you're interested in supporting our show at all, there's a few ways that you can do that. Uh, if you like, comment, subscribe to our stuff on YouTube, that really helps a lot. Another way is to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. If you're watching us live on Twitch, we do have some emotes that you can unlock by subscribing to the channel, uh, which is free if you have Amazon Prime. Um, there's also some that you can get just by following that are absolutely 100% free. Um, the pictures up on the screen, it's Schmoopy Daddy and Schmoopy Mommy uh, wearing Born to be Wild merch. So if you're interested in getting any of our merch, um, it's all available on our website, which is borntobewildhs.com. And uh, finally, if you're interested, gosh, we haven't updated it in forever, but we do have a Patreon uh, that you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month if you're interested in doing that. Um, links to all of this stuff and more can be found on our website. Again, it's borntobewildhs.com. Uh, lastly, we do have a Discord channel. It's an amazing online community. We have a lot of friends that we've made all around the world. Um, to chatting with some of them in chat right now, Cyberon and uh, Ben from work. It's it's awesome to to hang out with everybody and especially uh, seeing people live here. Um, we uh, we share deck lists, we share stories, we share photos and, and all kinds of stuff. Um, funny usernames and uh, links to all of that and more can be found again on our website, borntobewildhs.com. All right, cool. Well, it's been a little bit since we uh, all chatted and the, the holidays were kind of mixed in and stuff, but uh, thought it'd be fun to chat with everyone just to kind of say, hey, how was your week? What's What's been going on? So I'll, I'll share a little bit. Gosh, actually, I think I need to rank up in, in Wild a little bit. My rank decayed. I'm sitting at around 600 right now. I spent a bunch of time over the Christmas break mostly playing standard, um, wanting to get in Death Knight wins, thinking that, well, Death Knight is probably only good in standard. Uh, as it turns out, it's it's good in Wild as well. We have a couple lists that we'll be talking about later tonight where people hit uh, Wild Legend with uh, Death Knight lists, which is fun. Yeah, so I've been playing some Blood Death Knight. I, I need to switch over and probably play Frost. I think that it's better. Um, but that's about it. I think I need to do some laddering maybe tonight or tomorrow before the month resets. I have decayed to about rank 600, and I'd really like to keep my 11x if possible. So we'll see. But I was saying, yeah, Santa Claus was really good to me. I got this uh, new microphone. It's a Shure SM7B. I don't know if you all can see it in the camera here, but it is... Uh, it's the, it's the one that Sheep uses, but it's the nice, um, nice fancy one that'll plug directly into the mixer. And so when we are in the new place, I'll uh, have a the super setup. Uh, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. But yeah, um, had a nice uh, holiday over here. And oh, Hydra, we'll have to talk later because we got one of those meta. We got a meta quest too, and we've been doing Beat Saber, nothing but Beat Saber for like yes since since Christmas. And uh, it is. Um, it's it's a lot of fun and it's super addicting so isn't anyways. it oh yes oh it's so fun it's so fun you know what did i tell you that my wife spent like she made it um her goal to beat all of rod johnson's high scores on beat saber so she went through and beat every single got a higher score than him on every single song that he did that's so funny oh my gosh oh rod i love rod so uh Man. 
we we can we can add to the the high score game because we can we've got each other on on uh steam right uh yeah although we're playing it oh you're on... playing through oculus quest the, yeah, the quest app playing... yeah we plugged it into the computer to try it out and it's fine but like I like having the space to like move around and so we can play it in different parts of the house. But um, yeah, let's talk after because I'm curious to see how you hooked it up through Steam. So yeah, yeah, let's let's do that. Sounds Anyways, good. Uh, yeah, Hydra, how was your week? What have you been up to uh, aside from um, snow, the being up in the slushy mountains? <laughs> I've been playing the ever living crap out of Red Dead Redemption Two again. I... Oh my gosh, I need to do that. I've been doing mostly god of war but yeah there's so many games there is so many games that for some reason when i have games that i haven't beat yet i still go back to like other ones i have beat that are like my favorites and so i'm just doing the like let's do everything in the game sort of idea like i'm i'm not progressing the story basically at all like I'm hunting all the stuff. I'm like crafting all the different like satchels and trying to kill all of the uh, legendary animals and get the legendary fish. It's just, it's a game that's like low stress level and you can just chill and play it. Like there's obviously hard missions and, and whatnot, but I've been like basically no life in that game. I put like 80 hours in so far, which is a lot wow. <laughs> in the last cool. like two weeks. It's like a full-time job. That's cool. Yeah, but I love it. It's it's one of my all-time favorite games. So I've been basically doing that. That has been my life. Nice, nice. <laughs> Shmoopy, how about you? What have you been up to? So like this last week was really cool because like, I didn't expect it, but like my daughter's really smart. So like my daughter's <laughs> Sorry, that not was that, just not really like that. Not just she's a girl. It's just like I, I didn't like expect an eighteen month year old to like get the concept of Christmas. But mm. like she got like legit stoked for Santa to come. My son was like drooling out of his mouth. Like he had like no idea what was going on at eighteen months. So like I was expecting like a similarly like sort of dim witted child when it came to Christmas time. And no, so Schmoopy was stoked, um, daughter was stoked, uh, so this week was really cool. As far as like you know the the holiday was concerned, and like you know my 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 son woke up, he woke up my daughter. He's just like, you know, daughter, it's Christmas, and she was just like, <laughs> and like so she like so like she got stoked right alongside him. So like that was really cool, and then like we got to like experience the next evolution of like all right, so now. Schmoopy is opening his presents and like he's getting really stoked about some, but he's like feeling some are using common vernacular, like a little mid. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> but this isn't quite what I wanted. And it's oh, like, gosh. we're like trying to like walk him through, like, okay, well, here's how you handle that emotion. <laughs> and, uh, and like, yeah, all right. So, like, all right. But Santa did pretty good, right? Uh, and so it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was quite something. It was very, it was very, it was very much, uh, you know, your your typical like family Christmas, which is not something I've got to experience yet in a house with multiple children, being an only child. So like that was that was really cool. Uh, that was obviously the highlight. Um, the 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 secondhand story was I, I hit standard legend with Frosty K. Um, 
I don't typically play standard, but like I, I, I'll play it when a deck feels interesting enough to be like a wild deck. Like I, I was one of those jerks playing Poison Rogue. Like ah. I'll, I'll play Naga Mage. Like I'll, I'll play like the the standard deck. Like honestly, Spit Hunter looks like fun to me. But uh, if I'm going to play standard, I need an ulterior motive. And right now, that's that's Death Knight wins. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I hit I, I hit standard Legend with Frosty K. I, I have a little bit more to that story. If we want to share it tonight, if not, no big deal. But um, I, I, I had a journey with that. All right. Uh, and then most mostly after Legends, like what I learned. Um, but uh, just sort of like I, I, I was playing Wild, and right now I was trying to rank up, and I just sort of accidentally got into like top like 130 with Even Shaman. Just accidentally. <laughs> well, sort of. Like, it, like, it, like I would say accidentally, but it, it was kind of like I was I – was, trying to counter the decks that i saw and uh-huh. i was trying to counter them with druid and i was trying to counter them with blood blood dh uh, sorry blood dk mm-hmm. again for for the dk wins and 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 control decks and then i was just kind of like well what if i just play even shaman better than the bots <laughs> and then all of a sudden i'm like oh i'm winning a lot and i ended up around like you know i i think uh, the one that I posted for Neon to end up retweeting was 112, but I think my my actual max was like you know 108, like nice. one win off of top two, top 100. Wow, um, it's a strange meta right now. We can get into it later, but it feels a lot like um, it feels a lot like uh, day one meta of a new month, but like everywhere all over ladder, and like huh. you can hate it. Where you can embrace it, I'm definitely embracing it, uh, and and there's there's a little bit more to it than that, but that's how it kind of feels to me. So I've had a I've had a a really good week both in real life and uh, in Hearthstone in general. Nice, awesome, nice. that's really cool to hear. So what do All we right, well, have here, Schmoopy? Uh, you gave me this uh, amazing uh, Void Core uh, little picture here. I'm not impressed with trick. Oh, oh yeah. So well, uh, I, you're, I yeah. my even shaman. My even shaman list got posted. And all right, so so spoilers. It's, it's if we're gonna sus. go this far, spoilers. <laughs> um, I took Corvette's even shaman list and I swapped two cards. Um, everybody knows the totem golems are the the last cards on the list. Right, they're right. totems. They're three fours. Yeah, all right. The overload's obnoxious. It's a weak turn two. Nobody likes them. Yeah. Uh, so we're moving beyond them. So I replaced one of the totem golems with um, Astalor because that card is cracked. It's a good and, card. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's it's making its way into like basically like like I I tried it in even lock. It's cracked in even lock, especially because you got raised dead and you can't multiple copies. Ooh, it's gross. cracked yeah. in like. It's cracking basically any any list you put it in, and I'm like, all right, well, like even shaman. I, I'm not I'm not original here and thinking like, oh, maybe it goes an even shaman. I remember seeing the card come out. People smarter than me being like, is this an even shaman card? But it really is because it provides so much late gas. Um, where like, okay, you played it. Maybe you played a two two on curve, and maybe you played a five five on curve, and you've got no value over uh, out of it whatsoever. But even Shaman is one of those decks where you can kind of like hero power and pass and wait until turn 10. And there's a decent chance that they can't soak up 18 da- uh, 16 damage, right? Like mm-hmm, you right, can right. threaten and chip and chip and chip and chip. And then turn 10 comes and it's like they die. Or even in the mirror where like you're playing a, another even Shaman 
and like an eight eight on 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 curve that deals eight to the board. Like all of a sudden you have decent trades, you have minions that don't exist anymore. Like, like you've made a giant. Like it's just a good card. And then I had to uh, I had to fill in uh, card thirty, and so I put in a totem. I put in trick totem uh, <laughs> because because That's... trick totem I, I believe in my heart of hearts fills an interesting role. I think it's uh, RNG role. It's spike. it's such a. It's such a like a like a. Go ahead, Nate. Sorry. I I just I've been burned by it so yeah. many times that like it's it feels sus to me. Like I've seen it do amazing things. I've also seen it like low roll so hard. Um, it's it's there. It's definitely uh some the RNG factor. Like frost sure. bolts your own totem. <laughs> so yeah. what is this screenshot and what was your experience with it oh so like i largely found it positive i think so my my philosophy with with trick totem is um most of the results are positive or at least like a, a plus with some of them down to rng like like do you have more minions than your opponent if you have more minions than your opponent then effects that can only hit minions are probably going to hit your minions yeah if that's a buff that's great if it's damage, that's bad. And I haven't gone through and parsed the whole pool to tell you statistically if Trick Totem is net positive or net negative, but I, I believe it to be in my heart of hearts based on experience, uh, which is limited and net positive. <laughs> that said, it's not reliable enough that hardcore spikes, tryhards are going to accept it ever. Yeah. Um, but it's twice as good as a memer could ever help hope for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that was like an easy call card 30. And not only that, like there are sometimes in games where like, like even Shaman is so linear that sometimes like you're looking at a board state, looking at a game, you're like, you know what? I'm not winning this unless some BS happens. And that's when you throw down trick totem. Like that's when you're just like trick totem, save me. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> and like I trick totem, totem do some amazing things. But like I, I I shared with you guys a screenshot of somebody who was less than happy with my inclusion of trick totem. Though to be fair, in my original tweet, I said, listen, if you, if you don't have the appetite for trick totem, a cage match custodian to draw a weapon from the deck, which is around totem golem as far as levels of like mid gameplay, we're just like, all right. Really, we're making a two-two and drawing one on two. This is what we're doing as even shaman. Not terribly yeah. powerful. You're not you're not happy about it, but it's all right. The chisel is so good though that like, you know, you yeah. want it. Yeah. You, right, right, right. It's it's probably worth. In fact, I've seen um uh, a, a user who's a, a friend of mine who who has listened to the podcast from time to time, Zephyrus, um, cut a splitting axe and had cage match custodians so that he could get chisel more often. Mm. Which I think is one of those like genius deck building things that like further down the line, if evolve shaman, if, if even shaman has to evolve in some way, is a really interesting line to pursue. Like, what if splitting axe isn't good enough? Um, so I thought that was that was clever because chisel is that important for the deck. Yeah. Um, that like cage match custodian might be worth. Um, Doc, you know, Doc Bomd, uh, big brains me and suggested uh, evil totem. Which I think is genius because um, the lackeys that you produce can get buffed by the anchor tide totem, which is the other cracked card in the deck. That's right. So like, so like you know, I, I um, 
yeah, I, I found myself <laughs> amongst the sea of pirate rogues and even shamans, uh, very few of whom were human, and which is something we can talk about later in detail if we want. Um, but basically, I, I, I took even shaman after trying to farm them with a bunch of control decks at around rank 600, getting up to 400, falling back down to 600, 700, 800, being like, all right, enough's enough. Let's just let's just play the good deck. And the good deck has got me pretty far in what is a, I would say, a pretty low skill entry meta right now. It, it, well, it is the good deck. It, and it's not... I, I like that um, you have a couple like different cards in there, some different styles of doing it because one could argue that it's the simple, you know, meta deck that anybody can play. But it wins. It's so much fun too. So I like winning. And winning <laughs> is fun. Explore, honestly, Explore is so good. I've seen it swing so many mirrors. Not close. Yeah, that one was is like an auto win because that's the only card that I have. Uh, crafted it in gold i think this this uh expansion it was like the day one insta gold upgrade because i knew it was gonna be good it's just it's 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 denathrius without any downside like i don't know whatever. i haven't pulled the trigger on that one yet because i'm still missing i think three legendaries from the set and i haven't dusted uh, anything either so i don't you may as well wait because here's what's gonna happen. Wait for nerfs, I, yeah. yeah, they're gonna they'll they'll Nerf nerf Astalor instead of rotating brand because uh, brands brands a big problem, but they don't want to touch brand. And True. so they'll hit Astalor instead. Is I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and like, the writing the writing is on the wall. I've I've lost so many games to like brand Astalor Astalor Astalor. Like and Dru- Druid is another issue, but. It's it's the brand that is keeps doing it. Yeah. And in wild in wild I don't care, but in standard it's obnoxious. So no. I'm sitting like right on the cusp. I should have been recording like on a spreadsheet or something when I'm supposed to be hitting my pity timer. But like I keep every hundred gold I get, I'm like buying a pack, buying a pack. And I don't uh, remember the last one I got, but as soon as I get one more, I'm stopping. And I've got enough uh dust that i could just craft the other two legendaries that i'm missing but i i just don't know when it's gonna happen man <laughs> <laughs> well soon hopefully you're trying to min max it makes sense yeah yeah well uh we have a tiny bit of news yes um and i don't have the the drop queued up so i can't sing it for you yeah, unfortunately you, you could <laughs> good I serenade us, I mean, or I'll add it in post. Just add it in post, because I didn't, I, I, with the stream set up. The news is so good. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. <laughs> so we, uh, everyone seems to like this one, right? You like the Melganis new skin? Hmm? So these new skins are cool. I wish that they did more stuff. Like, I wish that they animated or did something cool. But yeah, they're good. Malganis is, is the warlock skin that I've been waiting like five years for. It like iconic warlock character. Um, so having having warlock be able to be Malganis is awesome. Really cool. 
it's a bummer when I see these skins and they're static. Like, I want it to be animated or something. But it, it's very cool. I like it. Um, I don't need the packs, so I'm sitting on the packs. But I like the skin quite a bit. Um, did want to let people know. We had somebody in the Discord. I don't recall who. I should look it up real quick. Um, mentioned that there were special voice lines. And so I looked them up. It was uh, Java. So shout out to Java. Um, I think... Shmoopy Daddy posted it in our Discord. Uh, Java, friend of the stream, found all the hidden interactions with Malganis, and I, I found one more. Um, but if you go to the Hearth SFX website, um, there's a link in the show notes if you want to check it out, but you can see all the voice lines for the different cards and heroes and stuff in the game. Uh, so Malganis has special voice lines when played against um, both Prince Arthas as a paladin and Sire Denathrius as a warrior. Um, if, if either of those skins are queued up, there are special voice lines. And then when any of the following cards are played, there are special voice lines. So uh, Corruption, The Dark Portal, Fellfire in the Hole, Twisting Nether, Twisting Tether, and Darkest Hour. Special custom voice lines for Malganas, which is pretty cool. Um, and it looks like there's a little meme down here. What is this about? This is um this was made in Swag's Discord by another user about Java being excited for this hero skin because he basically like instead of doing the smart thing which would be like to go through all the files and like figure out the interactions he just straight up like hardcore just I think just like ground through all the warlock parts because he's a warlock main <laughs> and so like he found them all manually oh my gosh so wow wow and so this is a Java approved meme about Java of basically like that that. That internet meme of like, oh, the dude, like at every formal occasion, he's wearing PJs. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, new skin drops. <laughs> Java, when they release a slightly above average Warlock skin, in parentheses, not, is not Mimsy. <laughs> and it's, it's, uh, it's the dude in a suit, same dude in a suit, except it's Malganis's head on top of it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Thing. That's so good. So it was very, it was very funny because I know we've joked multiple times on the show about like, oh man, new Warlock skin. And oh, uh, like, I, <laughs> I, I, I post that it's like, like uh, Nazoth Mimsy or what, Mimzoth or whatever. And it's just, <laughs> yes. like, oh it's yeah, Nimsy. new Nimsy skin dropped. Great. Uh, so it's really cool that they actually came out with a skin that's not, uh, like not Nimsy, but not only that, like it sounds like it's a cool skin, and I love the card interactions. I love when, mm -hmm. you know, these skins have have interactions with cards that you might play in wild. Like uh, my my favorite all time is like um, the first KT skin they made for Mage, mm -hmm. and like you play Frost Nova, and it's just like try to be patient, uh, which is so BM but very cool <laughs> and i haven't yes. heard any of the malganis ones yet but i imagine like they do a good job on them i imagine they're cool they're so, good. I'm, so I'm, I'm excited i posted the link in our show notes and i'll put it in chat right now there's a there's a way to to find out all of these super easy without doing any of the digging um if you go to the hearth sfx website and pull up the hero and scroll to the bottom it'll show you all their custom interactions and so you'll have to let java know there's one more that he missed uh with denathrius um there's an interaction oh. with them. that's cool that's cool which we know from the lore episodes makes sense because sorry right. denathrius is his boss so like that's that's cool so very cool though that's i i love it and the meme is so great it's spot on 
<laughs> Thank you, Goliath, for... Because um... I got just job that's every <laughs> Warlock main. Like, every Warlock main is happy about this. Nate, I know you're included in there. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I love it. Um, and bring... we have one other uh, um, bundle or a new portrait as well. Sally Whitemane. Yeah, so we'll have to do a lore episode on this one. Like, this is an iconic character, and all the fanboys, like, freak out. But I don't know who this character is at all. So we'll have to do, like, a lore episode to, to find out. Uh, but she's a priest, I suppose, right? So priest skin, Sally White Main, comes with five packs. Um, a thousand runes, runestones, or 999 US. Um, there's also special voice sounds for her character as well. Uh, quite a bit more, actually. So... There's special voice lines when played against the following heroes. So as Paladin, Prince Arthas, as a Mage, Jaina Proudmoore, as Warlock, uh, Malganis. Um, I guess is another Paladin, right? The Feld or Fallen Urel. Mm, yeah. Um, it, and then uh, Death Knight Arthas Menethil. Is, uh, there's custom voice lines for those. And then when the following cards are played, there's also custom voice lines. So it's Condemn. Uh, Amulet of Undying, Deliverance, Holy Smite, Holy Nova, Animate Dead, and Mass Resurrection. So quite a bit of custom voice sounds. And who figured this one out? <laughs> did someone I else did. do, man? No, I did. I did. <laughs> so there's a trick, though. If you go to the, the Hearth SFX website, um, uh, it, it's kind of it's kind of cute. But if you go to the website and you select the hero, and then there's the sounds for game all the gameplay all the emotes all the errors and and all the holidays and then if you scroll down to the bottom it it's a special and it'll show you all the custom voice lines for any um you know other cards and it'll show you all the different interactions so you could do i mean you could do this with any of them um there you know if if i want to look at uh i don't know here's darian mograine right is the new is the what do you get for level 50 as a death knight uh um skin and so if i click on this when i go to the website like oh we're cool are there any special ones actually there are there's custom voice lines when you play against kelthuzad as uh, the mage uh, there's special voice lines against sylvanas as the hunter special lines against the lich king and then custom voice lines for grave strength rune forging anti-magic shell um, Army of the Dead, the Scourge, and Dark Transformation. It's like, oh, that's cool, and and you could do that for any of these. Um, some of them have them, and some of them don't. Some of them have a bunch that you wouldn't expect, um, and so uh, yeah, the the Lich King has a whole bunch of them. Um, but uh, anyways, I always love it when you get like caught off guard by one. Like you queue into a game and you're going up against some other skin and it says something different than you're normally right? used to. It's well, just and way back, that added touch. Way back in like vanilla Hearthstone, it was always so funny when they'd release something and you'd be like, oh, oh you know, Druid versus Priest. And and she'd say, you know, my beloved Malfurion and he'd say, my dearest Taronda. And it was like, oh, that's cute. And uh, it didn't seem like there were so many but I'm starting to realize now, especially with the larger card pool, like there's tons. So it's pretty fun. Schmoopy, that Murloc is so distracting. I can't help but I'm... laugh at it. <laughs> she did a great job on that. I love it. Dude, like, so it was, um, I think I said this, it was uh, It was one of my wife's students who, who made it. And 
um, she'd always crochet in study hall, I guess. And my wife's covering a study hall and she'd be like, oh my God, you're talented. Could you make this thing for me? And the student's like, well, I, I can't do, uh, I can't do business on school grounds, uh, but I'll totally make it for you. Yeah. And so my wife bought the yarn and the student just popped off and like, he's just like, so <laughs> he's so doofy and like, it's, perfect. It's incredible. I love it. I love it. So he's gonna be hanging out with me for this stream. Um, ah. Sorry to derail things. <laughs> no, you just showed. <laughs> you just have him sitting there, and it just makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's so good. Like, right? Like, my kids love him too. Yeah, my son's like, can How I spend some not? time with Tiny Finn? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tiny Finn is is definitely the cutest Murloc. Yes, she, she knocked it out. She knocked it out. Um, <laughs> How do we like the high main skin though? Uh, you know, I haven't played with it yet. I don't know. I mean, looks cool to me, but there's so many now, right? That like, unless they do something like incredible, there, there's just like so many of them that they are kind of losing meaning for me, I guess. And yeah, I stopped. Ones... Like when when it's cash money now, like I. I sort of stopped buying them just because there's so many all the time. And yeah. that's stand out, right? I feel like this one is very like not like I think it's funny because there's a huge internet following that is just like that just drools over Sally Hymane as a as a character, right? And um I didn't find the portrait particularly like pretty. So like I I I, I don't know if they're necessarily satisfied. That's true. I don't know. I don't and, know. And I... It, it comes down to the emotes and the interactions, right? Like, is that cool enough? Um, whereas Malganis is just kind of like, you know. I'm just, it, thank God it's not another Nemzi portrait. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's like, it's Malganis almost like they just like cut off the top portion of the card and made that a hero portrait. It's like, it's a very like, you know, it's a very conservative Malganis portrait. So, like, I, I, just... I felt a lot better about that one than the high main one, but I felt compelled to get the high main one just because I was just like, there are so many people who have been clamoring for a Sally high main portrait. I feel obligated to get this, even though this might not satisfy that group. Those same people are going to yell at you because it's white main, not high main. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, <laughs> You're, I mean, I just had to mention it before. I've made that no, well, I've made that joke, but like I, I uh, yeah, I made that joke making you know watching uh, reading Discord. So my brain is auto all automatically right. wrong. That's hilarious. That's so funny. You know, I so I we were talking about this offline before the show started. I think the three D portrait idea is cool, but the two three D portraits that we have kind of suck. Uh, you guys were saying that they're they're kind of staggered, so that when you like the animations are, they don't. Um, There's like a delay. Sync up. Yeah, they don't sync up with the, the with the attacks and and the, you know. There's you, like a hesitation swing with the weapon or whatever. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, ow! Did you really hit me? Like you did it after. <laughs> <laughs> what and what I was saying was. Like, I was so impressed when they did the uh, March of the Lich King trailer. It was all fully animated, which they usually don't do. Usually it's like, I don't know what you want to call it. But like, it's like animation frames that are like 
you know, there's like, like a little bit of animation, but not a lot. But this, this time it was like fully animated trailer. Like a stop like, motion kind of thing. Yeah. They usually do. But this time, this time it was incredible. It was like fully animated. And I was like, wow, they should put out a cartoon. Like I would totally watch it. It'd be amazing. And my thought was, hey, if you guys did animated portraits that looked like the trailer, they'd be selling like hotcakes. They're amazing. And, and instead, they put together these, like, 3D crappy, like, Warcraft 3 renders and and then sell them for 25 bucks. And it's like, uh, they're just not good. They don't look good. The frames are all chunky, so they, like, stick out onto the board. And, and in typical Warcraft style, it's like the giant shoulder pads with sticking, like, stuff everywhere. And it's... it's I just, think the frames are a bit much. The, like, the frame seems to block a lot of the image. It does. I don't like the frames at all. And so, you know, it's a neat idea. It reminds me of the signature cards, right? Cool idea, poor execution. But, nah, maybe you know. first time, In both cases, first time doing it, right? Like yeah. We're yeah. Gonna they take, we're going to hope that they take feedback. And, like, we're assuming that Sylvanas was probably in the making at the same time as Arthas. Arthas came out earlier because of theming and marketing and whatever. So, like, we're going to hope that they probably take, you know, and they, they have, to, to be fair, the devs have been very good at taking feedback and then making adjustments in yeah. them. And they even said that about the uh, the signature cards, about how they're, they're going to make probably make them a little bit more vibrant next time around, just because they were trying to match the theme of the set with these, but yeah. they look like great blobs, especially uh-huh. to me playing on mobile, because like I don't, the image isn't big already. You can't even tell already. what the card is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't tell what the card is. Like, I unless I've they... memorized what minute details of this particular gray blob is yeah, they, they look like they look look like han solo and carbonate that's what they look like They're yeah and it's unfortunate because like some of them are really cool so i have high hopes they the devs do listen to our feedback did you guys notice how much easier it was to complete the Wintervale special event than it was the like hollow's end one no yeah like, I don't know. I, instead I of getting a quest that was worth 30 points, they're, like, worth 250. Oh, um, I noticed that. Good. Yeah. Like well, it, good. Way easier to complete. Like, I did it by accident. Like, not even trying. Good. The other ones, because I was trying to do it, you know, on all three servers, like an idiot. Um, it was really <laughs> difficult to do, like, because I didn't have a lot of the cards and stuff. I'm trying to do it on the other ones. And so yeah. it's really cool. They offer them at all, though, right? Like, like the fact that that's is that going to be a thing? Are we going to have like a themed quest that we're constantly kind of like every like two to four weeks, like following through and searching for? Like, that's great value for yeah. a free to play player. Like, if I'm a free to play player, I I feel good like I'm making progress in the game if I'm completing that constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I like that, and I that's come out of nowhere, right? Like, I haven't seen that as something that they've tabled before or people have been clamoring for it's just a thing they started doing so yeah. i think it's really like even if it did get easier hydra like even the first one sucked like you know it, it it's nice they're doing it in the first place honestly oh totally like i it's it's free things it's a free event you get these skins that's why sometimes i don't feel i don't want to say this out loud but compelled to buy the ones that cost money because they're doing so much giving us these free ones and I really do appreciate it, except for when I have to play a certain amount of Mana Thirst cards when I only own, like, two Mana Thirst cards. 
Just crap that floor. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. No, that's. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, that's where all mine are coming from. Yeah. I just Astalor because most of them suck, but just crap Astalor and you'll be fine. Like play play an Astal a deck with Astalor, any of the decks. Play a deck with Astalor in it for like a couple of days. You'll you'll hit it fine. It was it's a strange thing. I, I, I nailed it. Safe, uh, I was like, in like a day, I was like, oh, okay. It's a very safe craft for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if I have Astalor on Eurasia. I'd have to double check, but yeah, it, that's kind of the ones that you're just going to want to have anyway, even if I haven't opened that card. If you craft it and it gets nerfed, it's like, okay. Yeah. I. I have I still have sixteen hundred dust. Yeah, no big yeah. deal. Yeah. Well, should we move on to our special topic? Yeah, and it's not really a special topic per se, but I was thinking about like I've been playing a lot of Death Knight lately, and my thought initially was like, wow, I bet Death Knight sucks in Wild. Like I'm just gonna play it in Standard because all the cards are Standard cards. That being said, Gen and Baku work for Death Knight. And then I saw these two posts over the past week um, of of two different people that I know who hit Legend with Death Knight in Wild. So the first is High Lung, and they both used a similar build, but they're a little bit different, so I thought we'd just feature them both. Um, they're uh, even Death Knights. Uh, triple, even Unholy, right? Yeah, even Unholy. They're, they're both even Unholy, so that's the three green skulls. Uh, unholy even death knight so Heilung had 62 percent win rate he uh it went 85 and 53 to legend with this even list here um i it i don't really know what to say about it it you know it it looks like it's cracked though right with the hero power only costing one instead of two so you have something to do on turn one i love the hero power um and because the card pool of undead is uh relatively small or or death knight cards even is relatively small the discover effects are usually pretty good and so cards like um school teacher or or any of the discover type things are pretty pretty good yeah um amalgam of the deep is is in here uh, and i never i mean it's kind of a zoo deck right like your aggro zoo style he's got two copies of knife juggler in here which is crazy <laughs> um mana feeder panthara to draw cards because you're hero powering every turn that makes but, sense. like Frenzied Fellwing for the same reason that we put it in Pirate Road because it's, it's a good. zero mana three three. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Knife Juggler makes sense, right? Like when your hero power gives a dude, then yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I, I haven't tried it personally. Like I saw it and I bookmarked it to try later, but uh, I don't know. It looks fun. It's got Invincible and Lord Marigar on the top end, and so and then Rebobble. Or Rebobson, Rebobble, that's his Twitter, um, is Rebobblehead, which is great. But Rebobson, he was on our <laughs> show uh, back when we were on Into the Wild. It came on several times, but uh, did, a, did a similar climb. Um, he said, went uh, from Diamond 4 entirely with uneven, or excuse me, with even unholy Death Knight. Uh, he says, deck is actually super legit. There's no other aggro deck which can deal with the amount of Russian removal. And Grave Strength is an absurd finisher which, with which constantly surprises me with how much damage it puts out. And so very similar list. It's got Astalor because why not, yeah. right? Running a couple of Colt Neophytes because that's a great card. Um, trying to see 
what else is in here? Um, a couple it, copies it of runs a couple of Merlocula, which is really interesting. Like it runs Merlocula, which you get free pretty quickly. Yeah, so that's yeah. like a free zero mana spider tank oh. with life steal, which is good for a deck that wants to board flood. Also... It runs uh, the priest, the feast. Is that what it's called? It's the it's a two mana card that comes down as a four five taunt if you mm. infuse it enough. So like it it. it I like the Rebobston list more than the first list because it, it feels like it's taking advantage of cards that are like, you know, really good arena cards or like, you know, just, just decent cards that like maybe don't have a home, like good cards that don't have a home and gives them a home. Yeah. And yeah. so like I look at I look at the Rebob list and I'm like, yeah, I can get into this a lot more. Like I can I can see this working more than the first list. The first list feels like a like a Chinese theory craft that somebody <laughs> just saw <laughs> through to the end. Because I don't know if you guys have played Amalgam of the Deep, but like uh, not the, in this list. But the the undead pool is the second largest only to Beast when it comes to discovers. So uh, I actually actively despise Amalgam of the Deep mm. in any kind of Death Knight list looking for undeads because you could get a Wisp. You could get um, just oh, for you yeah. Banshee. Like you can get. There's so many undeads that are just like, especially in our card pool in Wild. It, it doesn't make sense. It makes a yeah. lot more sense in Standard, where it's a little bit more curated. Maybe you're more likely to get one of the Death Knight undeads that are good. Um, right. I'd say the 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 other deck that's the other um, card that's cracked in both lists. I believe both had us was the. Um, Vicruel Necrolite, the 2 2 that assigns um, a minion if you uh, if this minion dies, generate a 2 2 Undead mm. Rusher. Yeah. Oh, that card is cracked. It, yeah. It's, not only it's, does it uh... make an extra corpse, but like you attach it to a ghoul, you go face with the ghoul. The ghoul dies at the end of the turn. Now you have a 2 2 left behind. And that leaves four power to make a Fell Wing free. So, like, I haven't played either of these lists. I've actually played, like, more Frost, even DK, which I didn't which I didn't think was good enough to feature this week. Um, next week, next week. <laughs> maybe next week, maybe next week. Um, but, but like, I, I, you can start seeing it line up when you start picking some of these neutral cards that are, like, on the borderline of being good, but they need a home. I love School and, Teacher. Uh, school Teacher's crap. School yeah. Teacher's awesome just because the, the three... The three to one mana pool spells that you're looking for, you can almost always guarantee that you're going to get something that removes a three health minion. Yeah. And sometimes that's going to get you a rusher. Sometimes it's going to get you a corpse. Sometimes that's going to get you a, um, a, a, a you know, a, a frost card. Sometimes you're going to get asphyxiate, which is going to kill the highest attack minion on your opponent's car board. Sometimes, sometimes it's going to get you a glacial advance, which is going to deal four damage to something and reduce your next spell cost by two. Like a school teacher. It's so good. All these discover cards are in a really good spot right now. Venomous Scorpid, uh, Pandaren Importer, school teacher. One of the strengths and wild of Death Knight is the fact that the Discover Pool is so small, you can look for specific cards in specific situations. Yeah. Next yeah. expansion, Death Knight is going to be much worse in Wild. Yes. Because the options are going to be greater, 
and the outcomes are going to be less certain and you're not going to be able to rely on getting certain cards in certain situations and it's just going to make the class more awkward as a whole so like if you want to get wins in get them in now while they're good um uneven holy i kind of dismissed because i thought the draw was too bad but looking at Rebobson's list it makes a lot of sense you're dumping your hand more efficiently um you're creating a lot of stats big time more efficiently you've got a four mana bloodlust because you make corpse efficiently the corpse cost for the what's that what was that card called nate the the, the finisher the four mana spell that that gives plus three attack oh grave strength Grave strength, like yeah, like, that card is is pretty gnarly. Yeah, knock a mana off a of bloodlust. See how often it gets into a shaman deck. Like it, it 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 looks it looks good on paper. I believe that that deck could be good. I haven't gotten to play it yet because I'm kind of in like fun zone jail, try harding <laughs> as much as I am. But like I I could see it 100 percent on paper. Uh, we'll do we'll do some homework this week, and and honestly, the month is about to reset. Like the perfect time to play this stuff that's like an experiment is right when the month uh, cycles. And so we're recording today on the 30th of December, tomorrow's New Year's Eve. And then on Sunday, the first of the month, like, there you go, go play it then. And when, when your rank doesn't sure. count quite as much, it's like sure. great timing, so. And I tell you what, even even Death Knight into Pirate Rogue is a really interesting matchup yeah. because the one mana hero power immediately cancels out the play fighter. Uh, so like right. they play a fillet fighter turn one you're on the coin you just hear a power you kill the one three now they now they just have patches on board or they're noobs and they drew patches and like <laughs> you can start building from there and especially because even dk has a access to um the two three that prints a taunt a two one a one two taunt if you have a corpse like uh, like chewing through one one's okay chewing through a one two like you can't just bump patches into it and kill it. Like you gotta, you gotta bump patches and a dagger into it, and that creates like an added barrier. And you're protecting other targets when you do that. And it's just, it, it you could see the deck snowballing. So like I, I, that's why I can see like I can see this deck working, especially if you're starting to run into a very like this meta is very aggro board centric, which tells me that this these, this deck can work. This yeah. dog hunts. Yeah, I think I don't know. It seems fun. I'll try it for sure. So yeah, I'd want to try I'm just it happy too. Happy to see. Yeah, I'm happy to see the very the variations on, you know, uh, wild Death Knight. Some people have already hit five hundred a thousand wins with Death Knight. Like yeah. Zeddy, uh, Zeddy, Zeddy hit, hit one thousand already. Yeah, That's crazy. That is nuts um, to me. The easiest way to do it is probably duels. Yeah. One yeah. of the duels heroes is cracked, and duels games in general are faster than any other game mode, because it, by its nature, it's just sort of degenerate. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'm at 286, 287, 288. Holy cow, man. Wow. All right. I have like 50. <laughs> <laughs> but like the majority of that has come in like standard in the past four or five days, where it's just like, I hit legend. And then I conceded to the bottom of Legend. And then I experienced what that was like in Standard, and it's very different than it was in Wild. But that might be for another show. I don't know. That's yeah. That's, that's an experience in and of itself. Um, so so yeah, like these are good. Uh, do you have did Hydra? Were you able to include the the blood ones I talked about? Yes. So we got the post from Rice Bowl here. 
Yeah, you'll have okay. to tell us about these. And there was some person I didn't I didn't uh, the list looked really good, but I I'll have to find it later. Um but it was like it was uh, some meme post, right? That was 100% win rate, but it was only one game. But like I, I looked at the list and I was like, "Oh, was, this list looks that good was though." Soda. That was Soda. He was Oh, was that before the China sh- server shut down, huh? Yes, that uh... was Soda mocking a mediocre post uh about like <laughs> mediocre i guess started an arena run uh, not arena run he he started a tavern brawl run okay a heroic tower brawl run right as it was shutting down got one win and then like the run was over oh and no so he made like an ironic post about that and so soda did the same thing except getting the last rank one legend on the china server as it was shutting down with control dk so um that's both funny and sad at the same time oh my god it's so melancholy like like it it, it it's awesome and like the list I, I looks him, good to me though i get kudos for pulling it off because it's so cool but it's also so depressing yeah uh, but i've seen a lot more chinese players i'll tell you that <laughs> Yeah. yeah, here it is. Hit rank one legend with Death Knight in Hearthstone Wild mode. Key takeaways: Vampiric Blood is busted. Total score was one and zero. The last rank one legend before China server shut down. Overall, my most successful score yet. Play this deck. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. It's oh. awesome. Um, so, so what Rice Bowl is going for here is, um, I think I've been quoted as talking about uh, Blood Death Knight as like control warrior for hipsters it is it's it's more interesting and so his list goes into basically like saying okay let's just um let's just focus on uh like hard removal a little bit of disruption Uh, does this one have even have dirty rats i think he cut the dirty rats like he was just going for like okay i'm queuing late at night between rank 600 cough cough where nate's at and like rank 120 150 opponents and something that's an epidemic right now in the na arts hearthstone ladder for wild is um the best decks are very easily bottable Mm -hmm. so you've got even shaman bots and pirate rogue bots that are playing at probably you know anywhere from a 55 to a 51 percent win rate which isn't anything special but they're playing all day and all night yeah and they're grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding and now i i saw even shaman bots two months ago that wasn't a big deal um you know they were there were enough of them but it wasn't like very prevalent but as like it right now with how good the meta is for these decks um the bots are like everywhere all over top 200 you see them um it's not just one or two that are very noticeable it's like it's a sea of them um watching high level streamers like get me out martian corbett like you're gonna say that anywhere from 40 to 70 percent of their opponents are arguably robots wow that's a a lot it's That's... a strange time in the format. And so what Rice did was he sat down and said, let me make a control deck that basically farms even Shaman bots and Pirate Rogue bots. And let me queue at uh, 4 a.m. Pacific Central, t- uh, you know, Pacific time and just farm <laughs> them. And absolutely crushed 
uh, these decks, like I, I now, what does that tell me? That tells me if you're stuck between Diamond Five and Legend, and you get there very early in the month, this is a fantastic deck for that because you've got a lot of early removal tools, uh, you've got a lot of health regain, Blood Boil um, attaches a status to all of your opponent's minions who are on the board, where at the end of your turn. It will deal two damage to that minion that is life stealing is given back to you. So yeah, these tiny these little pirate boards get absolutely obliterated, and like you can like <laughs> gain ten health and take eight, nine, ten, twelve, fifteen damage off the board. Um, the uh, the top end is the eight mana five five, basically twisting nether on a stick. Suck up everything and getting you know gain corpses for all the enemies killed. Um, Patchwork is a patchwork is a house yeah oh my god so the, my my two favorite combos right now is brand into patchwork and brand into uh alexander migraine yes yes 100%. yes yes because, dude they're crazy those two are, are just nasty combos they're so fun Agreed. let me eliminate let me eliminate especially and that's what gives this deck like i, I personally like a I hate to say this, a 40 card version of this deck with Dirty Rats and Bran, because I think Actually, it gives you a, yeah. a little bit more play into um, it gives you a little bit more play into a, a greedier list. Like if you're playing a control list, if I'm playing Shutter against a Shadowbox Shaman, I uh, know that if I can Bran Patchwork or mm -hmm. if I can Bran Rat, I've got a I've got a chance of running them out of resource and just out tempoing them with like a Mo Grain or two or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But like, well, and like patchwork is that good. Your oh, chance yeah. of discovering another Mograine or or patchwork is pretty good at the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, well, at least in standard, it's pretty good. A good while too, because like, listen, it's the same pool, right? Like, yeah, yeah. If you're using um, Hemotherge, the two mana discover a blood card. There are only so many blood cards. They're all standard There's, legal. Yeah. They're all wild legal. So like, you you have the same opportunity to discover a second patchwork or a second Mograine. Um, so that, like, oh, instead of dealing, you know, three damage a turn, I'm dealing six. I'm dealing nine. Like, it, it's, it's um, you know, it, I, I like this list. I've played a lot of this list. Um, I will say, I, like I actually really like uh, Soda's list. Like, I looked at the list, and I was like, this doesn't look like that much of bait to me. I mean, it, it Pirate looks... Rogue is free. Yeah. Well, even I, yeah. a little tougher Makes sense. because they scale their minions' health up. In my opinion, I'm told I'm wrong by by Rice, who says, "No, no, no, Shaman never kills you in four turns." But I feel personally, I feel much more comfortable playing into Pirate Rogues than to even Shaman because I feel like there are so yeah, many well, early disruption tools and health gain. Yeah, their board dies to uh, the blood boil. Where your even shaman won't, at least not that turn. So, or you can play a one three, and that trades favorably into most pirates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As opposed to, it's never killing a totem unless your opponent is rolling even. You know, idiot totem every single turn. And once they're top decking, uh, they're good. basically one, one. Great. they're basically screwed. Once you've cleared their board and they're top decking, right? hundred percent. Right. 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 Which is why I actually included. Um, like that's why this list did well because it was facing those opponents so like honestly if, like if, i'm tempted to try it uh because no, i'm at, no, I'm, at, 
I'm at 600 right now. I just, I'd like to get back down to like 300 ish. And uh, so that's not a ton. I maybe I after the show, it, I'll play some. I still think it, you should try it. I still think it's half a turn slow into even shaman. Yeah. Where like sometimes you have the answer and sometimes you don't. And you're like a turn off from having the answer well, and you're going to feel it. That's any Which, deck though, right? I mean, not if you play even shaman. Oh. Well, we could play that. I I like no muncher as well. That card is uh, is a beefcake. Sometimes, like it, you'd think, like it's such a high kill priority. There's no way it lives a turn, but sometimes it does live a turn and it hits face for ten. Right. For ten life steal. Yeah, yeah, it's super helpful. It's complete. It, it's so backbreaking into aggro decks. Like yes. so, this deck is basically ba- like like this deck is is handcrafted to just grief aggro decks. So, like, that's why I'm saying, like, at a low MMR, if you're not expecting a lot of combo. Um, but <laughs> Are there like, any wild cards enough. in it? What's up? I said, are there any wild cards in it? This one? I'm not no. sure. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, don't, I was going to say brand, but that's standard right now. <laughs> yeah, we should run the 40-card version with 30 and put Dirty Rats in it. Yeah, that's the like like the thirty card version running Dirty Rats. I think Dirty Rats and uh, it runs Dirty Rats and Lothev. I think the 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 XL oh, version. You, yeah, you have the one that it says Martian tweaked, bloody Martian tweaked. Is that that's it? my that's my Reno version. Do you want to talk is. about uh, your tales from the dumpster? Yes, my tales from the quote unquote dumpster. <laughs> now, um, if we switch to this list, so I got a neon tweet for this because it was rank. 144 and it was in the middle of the disco lock era but i still believe in the deck as far as like a it's fun i i think it's popular like this like sort of like this reno approach to blood death knight where you can um leverage the yellow cards you can still find vampiric blood off of school teacher and get like you know plus 10 plus 20 plus 30 health and then reno up to 80 do i uh and it's like okay um it's almost like you're playing with carriel at that point yeah because like it, damage is half as important to you as somebody else um do i see a void it, ripper in your list i may have put a void <laughs> ripper in there that's amazing because uh i was trying to extra hate on even shaman Ah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, that's, that's like, and it's actually not all that bad as far as just like, well, if I want to push damage and I'm against combo and I have an armor vendor, let's say, out there or a body bagger or both, um, drop Void Ripper and then all of a sudden like my, my one threes are three ones and they're a lot more threatening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't take... I can't take credit for that tech. I got that from Lasagna. Yeah. Um, he's just like, okay, what if the answer is Void Ripper? Because it does answer a lot of totem boards that don't have any kind of um, buff to the attack, and it does answer totem boards that are struggling to that like like you know, it, let's say it makes a two six a six two. That's a lot easier to remove a six two. Yeah. So like it it, it has some it had some. Um, it has some go. The last time this I played idea. that card was in Odd Rogue because it was really good to deal with the spreading plagues when you're versing um, druids. I most recently played it in a 
um, odd paladin list from China because yeah. they were playing Never Surrender. So you were turning your dudes into one threes, and then you'd play Void Ripper, and now there were three ones for a finisher. Yeah, which was cool. So like, it's it's you know, it's not an insignificant effect. It's just strange. But like, when has strange ever stopped me from playing a card? So, um, <laughs> I, I do think this list is still a good anti-aggro list. It is Renathal. It has lost a step. It's lost Disco Lock, which was one of its good matchups. Like, if you if you drew Reno, it was very hard to lose against Disco Lock unless they had a very fast draw. It's a lot of life game. There's yellow cards. It's a very fun list. Um, and it is it is again something like Pirate Rogue. Pirate Rogue is free. Like it, 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 it's probably closer to like an 80-20 matchup, but the cards are very much stacked against the Pirate Rogue to win against this kind of deck. And there's a lot of Pirate Rogues out there. And there's a lot of Pirate Rogues, especially at low MMR, where like I, I feel like Pirate Rogue is still more popular than even Shaman, for whatever reason, where like people have been playing Pirate Rogue. They still have it in their collection. It's their go-to. Um, it's been good since Sunken City. They're still playing it. Yeah, I uh, still play it when I play on um, my free-to-play servers. It, queuing up Pirate Rogue, I, I do it constantly. Shroomy I mean, Mommy's going to be deck. playing it next month, probably. Like, like it's it's been like Old Faithful for so long, it's hard to walk away from it. Um, it's quickly becoming the aggro deck that's easiest to scam in the meta because, like, it, if you can, you know, if you can weapon hate Swordfish or if you can blow up the boards or if you can outgain the life or if you can let's say like a lot of, i know a lot of players um i found were sitting on their smite but patchwork hits a minion on board a minion on hand a minion in deck rude like patchwork on curve is just a smite killer because it just snipes them straight from hand yeah. especially if he's the only pirate left in hand yeah, with so, the uh, one card that's sitting on the far left of your hand that's never been played, you, that's that's going to be Smite. <laughs> or, like, we're talking Pirate Rogue here. Like, they've been playing their cards. Like, that's the only card left in hand. Yeah. Turn seven, right? Unless they're, unless they're trying to set up a scam where they're also trying to do, like, Corsair into Smite into a second Corsair that's been buffed. Like, like unless they're really, like, smart about it, it it's the only card left in their hand, and you're, and you're getting them. Mm-hmm. So like it, I, I believe in this deck as an anti-aggro deck. I think it will get you to legend if you're, let's say, you're at Diamond Five, early in the month. You're seeing a lot of aggro decks. This has enough disruption. You can disrupt, dis- disrupt or greed other greed decks. You can beat aggro decks. Combo decks are tough, but you can kind of get there. Uh, initially, this th- playing this deck made me concede down to the bottom of wild legend because i was sick of playing pillager rogues so like it's not great in a combo but you can win right like you can hit okani into lothev into corrupted ashbringer and then all of a sudden oh wow i made enough damage that they died so like i i believe in this deck sweet gives me more options uh, to play dk okay so for for all of the decks that we've talked about tonight um, two notes. Number one, so they're in our show notes. If you haven't checked them out before, they're just they're Google Docs on on hey, there's, sitting there's on one Google deck Drive. Left. Um, someone asked for it in chat, so I wanted to to post it real quick. But I thought, oh, hey, yeah, let, right, me ahead, just, let me just let me throw this uh, out real quick. I Do think I just shared the right one. I don't know. 
Uh, no, I did. Uh, but anyways, the easiest way to find them is to just go to our website. There's a whole, like, there's like a table of all the episodes and there's links to all the, um, the, the Google Docs uh, for the show notes. And when you go through the show notes, like there's pictures of what we talked about. And then there's all the codes if you want to copy them and paste them into your game. And so if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, hey, I want to try out Robobson's um, Even Unholy Death Knight. And I, where do I find that? Like, go to our website, click on the show notes from this episode, and you can copy and paste the code. It's it's super easy. Um, I mean, we can always post them in chat when we're live, but or, or in the Discord. But that's like the surefire way to find them. So, anyways, all right. There's my disclaimer. What what else did you got for us? Oh no. So my like my last little aside was, but the most successful Death Knight deck, probably right now is the same 30 standard cards for Frost Death Knight between Diamond 5 and Legend. And I, I've, without disclaiming my source, I have seen, uh, so I have seen some data that says that that's like tier two right now. So wow. like if, if you like Frost DK and standard and you like the pattern of play, there's a very good chance you could port over the same 30 cards into Wilds and do very well. Huh, all right. Now, I will say, I think there's things I would change about the deck, having played a ton of Frost DK, and then also knowing what I know about Wild. Like, Frost, Death Knight, and Standard takes off turn one, turn two a lot. Like, they love their one-mana weapon. They love having the 2-2 two -two that draws a Frost spell. But there aren't a lot of turn one or turn two plays. I don't know if you can necessarily pass like that in Wild and be okay. Not so, like, I, usually, but... Yeah. Not usually, which is which is where I've considered like maybe you cut down some of the discovers in the list. Maybe you cut the school teachers as good as they are, mm -hmm. and you put in something that's like a, a turn one or a turn two play. I'm personally considering trying leper gnomes and sand troopers, like 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 just chip damage face, but also minions minions you're playing turn one to at least contest the board. Those because would be what fun. The deck does, yeah, the deck what the deck does do well is. It bursts you down consistently from like 20 health on turn seven. So like, can you get to turn seven in wild? That's tricky. Uh, does that mean that we end up cutting cutting the nut the nutty you know five mana for the seven mana frost spell? Does that mean that you can't run the weapon that decreases the cost of spells because a three mana two three weapon on three is just not really good enough? Maybe. But I actually have high hopes for the archetype as far as like further refinement and like wildification. Like add Lotheb, add cult neophytes, add things that slow the game down while still applying pressure to the opponent and making it so that uh, it could even be something as dumb as Haunted Creeper. Like, all right, all right, we throw in Haunted Creeper. Now we've got a one two that trades into pirates favorably. When it breaks, it still kills one health pirates. Um, just to, something to like speed it up or make it more lethal. Um, the mean answers have been Malagos, which looks DOA, just like not worth it. Overkill, win more. Yeah. Um, Emperor, Emperor Thorson, which is like, I'm sure it's good, but like at the same time, that's six mana, five, five past your turn when you're probably yeah. dying on six. Um, so like the, the, as good as the standard list looks now, I still think there's wild cards you can add to it. And I think it's going to get cracked at some point by somebody. And it might be some, it might be one of these Chinese deck builders that are now homeless that have nothing to do but grind NA or EU ladder. Um, 
But I, I think we're going to see something come out of Frost. Unless there are nerfs in Frost for Standard, which feels like there could be, because it's a little bit toxic to die from hand from 21 on turn 7 regularly. It so. is pretty brutal. But they already preemptively nerfed it, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> they got rid of, you're right, they got rid of the 4-mana... They got rid of our uh, Ice Revenant. Yeah, yeah. They must have known. Which I could see that being pretty toxic. Because I, I remember being, like... being very confused at that nerf, and then it made sense. Yeah, because, like, if you played... If you had Ice Revenant in hand, and you played uh, Horn of Winter, Touch Touch, like Frost Touch, Frost Touch, you're talking about plus six, plus six in stats... You've frozen two things, and you've cheated. You've only cheated like two mana, but you, you, you've made a you've made like a ten eleven that they can't deal with. Yeah, yeah. So like it it made sense. I was actually thinking like, what if like you know because listen, a lot's been made of um, Death Knight being underpowered coming out, and like oh yeah, you know you can't ban it for the you can't ban it for worlds, but like nobody felt comfortable bringing a Death Knight deck to the world. So like, it didn't get banned. Um, you know, what if the what? most powerful thing the class could do was basically take a very middle of the road arena card and make it massive? Like that would have been very embarrassing if that was in fact yeah. the best thing you could do in the class. So like, the nerf made a lot of sense because I could see it being toxic, but also it was kind of like glad they nerfed it because like that wouldn't have been good. It would have been obnoxious, but you know, I mean, I, I have to imagine that there's still more balance changes on the way. Oh, but I think the probably. whole Hearthstone team took took the last at least week off for the holidays. I have to imagine we'll probably have something in the next week or two. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I never so. know. I, I mean, so. it's been it's been far enough away. I, like, the, when do they? Do they usually try to? I I always feel like I'm surprised by the second round of nerfs. Yeah, same. Like the first is always like two weeks in, and the second is like just before the climb in the second month in the expansion. So it's like almost a new meta, and then the third month is always an expand is always like a mini set, right? Like a mini set always drops. So like that's your third climb, and that and then the fourth climb in an expansion is basically a settled meta. It's had a balance change or two, but it's pretty much done. Like last mm-hmm. meta was actually last expansion was weird where we had basically three climbs post mini set, which was sort of unheard of. Like, you know, minor balance changes, but wild it was basically untouched because for standard it was different because they, they introduced the nice frozen frozen throne characters. Um the cards. For wild it was like we're we're already playing with those. It's like mm-hmm. the same meta. So that's where it was like you know, last time I was on the show, I was just like, hey, this is really exciting. I, I get to try and hit Legend with Warlock finally with this one deck. Um, <laughs> well, how many Demon Hunter nerfs did we get in a row? And how far apart were those? Like, wasn't there so A lot many? of those. So some of them were a one, were like literally like 12 hours out. Yeah. And the ones that come to mind are the I-Beam was nerfed from zero to one so that it didn't break baku's hero power that's right and i like 
I might be exaggerating how quick it was. It might have been a little bit slower. It than was that, super fast. Yeah, twelve hours might be incorrect, but yeah, it was. Uh, did they hit altruist hard that quick? Mm. I don't remember I don't if remember. that one was that fast. I think I remember but... specifically. I don't remember what what was the other one. There's another one that was pretty quick though. There were a no, handful. Of oh yeah, Skull of Goldan to... was sad for me. Yeah, that was sad. That, that might have been. That might have been the other one that was super quick. I think. <laughs> I think five the Hearthstone six, Dev right? team releasing Death Knight wanted to release a balanced class, and in in releasing a balanced class, released a class that is a half step behind every other class. Yep. Well, you like the broken stuff. <laughs> well, like, because cause, like, Death Knight does some good stuff. It does some good stuff. I think Jordan MG, I'm quoting here, said, like, Death Knight has a lot of good ways to spend mana. It doesn't yeah. have a lot of broken ways to spend mana. And the right. I think the closest thing you get is probably the payoffs in Frost, Death Knight, and Horn of Winter. So, like, yeah. like, like doing some of the stuff that you can do with that is kind of silly. Like, Glacial Advance being a three mana deal four, your next spell costs one. If I can copy Glacial Advance, I can play, let's see, for six mana, I can play four Glacial Advances. So for six mana, I can deal 16. Yeah. That seems okay. One thing I, good. I do find with Death Knight is sometimes I just have, like it could be mid to late in the game and I just have the worst hand. I could have a full hand and I feel like I've got nothing to do sometimes. Depends on your deck, right? Yeah. yeah. Like like blood, if it's like a slower one, slower deck. Sure. Like I feel like I could just sit there and I've got, oh, well, I've got eight mana, but I'll just, Bloods, I'll just hero power. <laughs> yeah, blood can almost be like, uh, blood can almost be like odd, uh, odd warrior that way. Yeah. That's why I almost, like, I, like if you're playing, like if you know, like in your heart of heart, that what you are queuing into is going to be aggro, pure blood, duplicates, DK, I think is the way to go. I think if you're seeing a more varied field, I think you're better off doing a more wild, inspired version of like a Reno blood DK. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be my list. Like I tuned my list to be like, okay, if I was to hit day one 10x with this deck, this is what I would build. This is what I would expect to see. I'd expect to see... You know, sixty percent even shaman, thirty percent pirate rogues, and then ten percent whatever else is trying to farm those guys, or like shadow priest, or whatever, which I would clean up with that deck anyway. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. that's what I would expect to see with that deck. That's what that deck is queued up for. But it has at least enough. The Reno version has enough greed and flexibility to deal with other lists, as opposed to the full control version, which is all in on let me farm aggro. Yeah. So. It sounds like a good day one deck, actually. It's an awesome day one deck. Post D5. I would get to Diamond 5 first, then play it. Otherwise, you're climbing too slowly. Yeah. Otherwise, gonna you're, not gonna, you're, you're never going to reach. Like If you get to Diamond 5 for the 10x bonus, I promise you you're going to see like 80% aggro. That's who's yeah. up there. Yeah. So play aggro up to Diamond 5. Make the switch to a control deck. That's a fine choice. It's as good a choice as any other I can think of. Like, you want to play Odd Warrior? Fine, play Odd Warrior. But, like, I think Death Knight, specifically because of the Discover options, 
gives you more flexibility than something like Odd Warrior would. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to go full control and swap, do that. And that's what I would do. Though I'm probably just going to play Even Shaman because Even Shaman's broke right now. It's pretty broke. I'm not going to lie. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just a little bit faster than everything else. It really is, isn't it? Why? Okay, I missed. I think I ran to the restroom or something. Why is your? Why do you have a Void Ripper in here? <laughs> we did. We did talk about that. No, I know. I know. I, I mean, I, I caught the tail end of it, and I remember days when we took like you'd have like a one three, and now it's a three one, right? But like, so Nate, it has two functions. The first function is, uh, it's even shaman hate. Okay. Right. Like, if imagine Void Ripper into an even shaman board. Yeah, especially the if they haven't only... buffed anything, everything's dead. It's the only card I don't have golden in this list. It's so irritating. Uh, well, I mean, like, like take it out, put something else in. You don't like, have a golden it's void. Specifically, Ripper? set up for even shaman hate. This is like this deck is like a thoroughbred for trying to hit day one legend on a ten X, right? Like I'm gonna see a sea of even shaman bots, and yeah, and yeah. you know, as Yog is my witness, I'm not gonna <laughs> lose to a single. Gosh darn one of them. Let me put in my Void Ripper. Um, and it's been fine. And honestly, it's been okay because I run a lot of 1-3s, don't I? And if I need to do, to apply pressure or if I need to, um, you know, like like start turning it on a, a combo deck, like all of a sudden it's like breakpoints are different. I'm a pushing more damage. Even buff totems. Like you throw down a, war, a board wi- Void Ripper, now like my one mana deal three damage removal is suddenly relevant again my hero power is relevant again so like it, oh. it's even shaman yeah yeah same with the broom same with the four mana like broom like let me deal two to everything like let me make it let me make it as uncomfortable for the even shaman as possible if i thought that waste warden was worth it would find a it would find a spot in here that one is um it's a five mana three three deal three mana to a minion and every other minion of its type like if you want to put that in, like you might accidentally have a have a waste warden in gold, throw that in. Like just <laughs> just 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 you know set up all the clears, make it as tough for them to get on board as possible. Make it as tough. Like I've had people concede to Void Ripper, which is hysterical to me. That is hysterical. Um, it's like it's like all right, I, I I got the tilt concede. They were like five wide, everything at zero attack, Void Ripper concede okay sounds good like just like you know it, this deck hates and that's that's what you have to do in this meta right now because pirate rogue and even shaman are prevalent enough that you can't exist unless you can beat those decks yeah yeah no that makes piloted sense. by robots <laughs> <laughs> well good deck is gonna do good things so good deck good deck will hunt well we have some homework then yeah, actually, really good, really good timing with the uh, the month about to roll over. So some fun, fun new things to play. And uh, as as sheep will be out for about a month, we may have to uh, pull you back next week if you're not busy. I, I, I'm never busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you could keep us honest and see if we good. played our uh, our death knights here. Yeah, check in on us. See if we played these lists. I will right. I will try to hit legend and then and then play with all those lists on my way into the dumpster or in the dumpster. I might just I might just lose patience with it and just concede all the way down and be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Enough of this. Uh, we'll see. Good good times, good times. 
Well, I, I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up for the show proper, unless you, you guys have anything else that you want to chat about before we, we call it. And then if anyone wants to play any games, we can do that. But uh, yeah, no. No, I think I think I think I think it's a I think it's a big deal. It's a big story right now that like that the aggro decks are so good that the bots are so prevalent, especially in wild, definitely having an impact on ladder. It's definitely mm-hmm. having an impact on statings and ladder. Um, I'm reporting every single one that I see uh, with the new report function. I hope those reports go someplace. I know Blizzard tends to do these things in waves, so I'm not panicking. Um, but but right now, the environment is what it is. You, if you want to ride the wave, you're going to have to just understand that that's what the environment is right now and understand the reality and go from there yeah well is what it is is what it is you know wiser words were never spoken (laughs) (laughs) and you heard that on more to be wild